Welcome to your Calm Parenting Toolbox, the podcast for parents who want to get the most out of their kids and themselves. Here's your host, parenting coach, Heather Lindsay. Hi, Heather Lindsay here and welcome to this week's episode of the Calm Parenting Toolbox. Now we all want to be a good parent and to have good parenting skills. There is just so much to manage. You know, regardless of the age of our child, there will be challenges that we face on a daily basis. Just like there are no perfect parents, there is no perfect child. Every child will have a tantrum. All kids will whinge and whine at one time or another. There are many resources out there to help manage a variety of challenging childhood behaviours. The 10 skills and techniques that I want to discuss today can be used by every parent to help all children to make parenting easier and more effective. So the first thing is we must keep calm. No one likes to be yelled at, especially children. You know, an adult's voice can be very loud to young ears and it can be even really scary. And the problem with yelling, aside from the emotional damage from excessive and frequent yelling, is that often our child doesn't actually learn. They only act in a certain way because they feel your emotion on a vibrational level. You know, when we as parents go to help our child redirect and guide or teach them, it's always more effective and easier for everyone involved if we are calm when we do it. When we are calm, our thoughts and speech are clearer. Our children then hear the message we are saying and are more likely to respond correctly. Now we must remember to breathe, taking a step back and talking to our child when emotions aren't high. And this is the first thing to do to stop yelling at your kids. The second thing is to actually listen to our children. Our children want to be heard and whether it's a young baby learning to talk by babbling and copying sounds through to a toddler with a million questions or onto preteens and teenagers who are developing life skills and you know coping with massive problems. They all want to be heard. Being heard equals respect and love and when we listen to our children we demonstrate love for them. And even if we disagree with their position or we're ready to help correct them, it's best if we just stop and listen. When we listen to our children, we're demonstrating love, even if we disagree with their position or we're actually ready to help correct them. Listening means that we respect our children, which means that they grow up feeling loved and respected, which in turn sets them up for an easier time as adults. And really also, if we want our children to listen to us, then we should listen to them. The third thing we must do is to make sure that our child understands us. You know, children do not process information and language in the same manner as an adult. And it's not because they're purposely ignoring us. It is because their neurological system is underdeveloped. They don't have the same reasoning and logical skills that we do as an adult. 
When we speak to children, we must ensure that not only they hear us, but they understand us. And often we can do this by clarifying with them, getting them to repeat our instruction back, or simply asking, do you understand what I'm asking of you or what I'm saying to you? A child will rarely respond to a parent talking to them from the other side of the room when a child is engaged in something else. So really making sure that we are in our child's frame of reference is a key to communicating effectively with them. The fourth good parenting skill is about expressing empathy. All behavior is an expression of a child's emotions. Tantrums occur when a child of any age is unable to manage their emotions. So instead of reacting calmly to a situation, they end up yelling or screaming. They might hit someone. They might hit us. They throw themselves on the ground or they might lock themselves in the room and slam the door. Anger, frustration, resentment, sadness, feeling scared and hurt can all come out as a tantrum. And the first step to managing big emotions is to express empathy. If we focus on the behavior instead of the cause, then we just don't get anywhere and the tantrums just continue. Our child will not learn anything. So a really key phrase for good parenting is, I know or I understand you are feeling X, Y, Z and I am here with you. Everyone wants to be understood and holding space for our child to express their emotions while being empathetic to how they are feeling, you will find that the previous battles that you are having become an opportunity for bonding and for growth. The fifth thing we must do is pick our battles. You know, sometimes we just have to pick our battle. Meal times are a perfect example of this. Now, there isn't a child out there who at one time or another has refused what their parent has given them to eat. We know as parents that it's important for our children to have healthy, nutritiously balanced diets. Our kids don't get that though. So meal times can become this battle when we feel like we must win, which means our child must lose. If it is important that our child does eat something particular, using the technique of a double bind can be really useful. So this is where we present two options for your child that both ultimately result in the same outcome, i.e. something healthy being eaten for dinner. So as a parent, you say to your child, you can have X for dinner or you can have Y. Your child gets to choose and feels empowered and respected by their choice. And you as a parent get what you need because they eat something that you have chosen. It's that win-win situation. Pick your battles and work away around them. The sixth thing that we can do as a good parenting skill is to actually improve our parenting skills. You know, we don't come into this parenting gig completely devoid of experience. After all, we were all parented ourselves and we often adapt the attitudes and behaviors of our own parents. However, for some of us, that's not helpful or they're not in line with the type of parent that we want to be. So we should seek out parenting courses and mentors, classes 
workshops to help us with the areas of parenting that are challenging us and also including how we feel about being a parent and about specific problematic behavior that our child might have. At one stage or another, we will all have to improve our parenting skills. So an open attitude to education, learning and personal development is a must. Now, as I've said in previous episodes of this podcast, self-care is so important for mums and it is actually the seventh good parenting skill. If a mum doesn't look after herself, then she cannot look after those around her that she loves the most. Stress management, physical and emotional self-care is essential not only to helping her get the most out of her life, but also for her kids. If mum is stressed, overwhelmed, feeling resentful, then she will take out these emotions on the kids and she'll be yelling and she'll be smacking. And when a parent acts this way, the child doesn't respond to the discipline techniques because they don't learn the lesson because all they're doing is reacting to the parent's emotions. So this is when parenting is hard work. So when a mum looks after her diet, engages in exercise and meditates, for example, she looks after herself and her children. Self-care really does have a flow-on effect to our kids. Now, it can be hard to find the time in a busy mum's life to fit all of this in, which is why self-care should be as much of an equal priority for mum as looking after the kids. And if you would like some tips on this, go back to a previous episode where I gave you 25 ways to um, practice self-care for busy mums. Now, the eighth good parenting skill is all about setting a positive example. Now, the idea of do as I say and not as I do has no place in good parenting. If a child is told one thing and their parent then does the other, then the mixed message they receive doesn't help them learn what they need to. Why would a child behave in one way if their parents don't? You know, kids learn from what they are exposed to the most, which is often their parents. When a parent sets a positive example and models the behavior that they want their child to have, the child is more likely to learn the behavior that is expected of them in the first place and then you won't be correcting them further down the track. Setting a positive example helps our children learn to develop trust. When we set a limit or a boundary and we hold ourselves to the same standard as we hold our child, then they learn that they can trust that we say what we mean. And this helps them develop a sense of security, which is essential for their well-being and their development. Now, the ninth good parenting skill that I wanted to chat about was focusing on positive behavior. It's really too easy as parents to end up focusing on the negative behavior from our child. We end up developing like tunnel vision and each day all we do is notice the tantrums, the screaming, the fighting, the arguments, the talking back, all the behavior that is stressing us out. And we forget, we miss all the good times, the positive behaviors. Um, They do happen every day, but they become clouded. So we end up sort of developing this negative attitude towards our child and then when you have that you enjoy being a parent less and less you have all that negative build up 
within ourselves and we take it out on our kids. So if we focus on the negative behavior and we give our child attention when they exhibit such negative behavior, then they will continue to act in that way to get our attention because it satisfies a need within themselves. So what we want to be doing is we want to be focusing on positive behavior and giving our child a greater amount of attention for something that they do that we want them to be doing. The final good parenting skill, so number 10, is the importance of being clear and consistent. Consistency is a backbone to all parenting strategies. In order for us to be consistent with our parenting, we first actually need to be clear with our children about the limits and boundaries of the family. Sitting down and discussing the family rules with your children is an ideal way to start this discussion. Set up a family meeting, draw up some rules that are all agreed upon and discuss the consequences for breaking these rules. Make sure that your children understand what is expected of them. Then when they break a rule, you can refer them back to the rules and the predetermined consequences. So setting up a parenting strategy like this, while it may seem quite formal, allows for everyone to understand what is expected of them. Now, in two-parent households and, of course, in co-parenting families, it is important to have all parents on the same page, and this formal process can really help. When children get mixed messages from one parent saying one thing and the other saying another, it's confusing for the child. They don't learn what they need to learn. You know, tensions can become raised between parents, and this ultimately creates an environment it's not conducive to calm, gentle and effective parenting. Now, being a parent is one of the hardest and, of course, the most rewarding things that we can ever do. And including these 10 parenting skills into our parenting toolbox and implementing them into your life will make your life easier for everyone involved. Remember, you can pop over to my website at www.blissedoutmums.com.au if you would like any help with your parenting skills. There are some wonderful freebies to help you stop yelling at your children, as well as you can get in contact with me for coaching sessions. So pop over there and have a look around and remember to get in contact with me if need be. Okay, that's it for today. I hope you have a beautiful week. Remember to subscribe and rate this podcast and leave me a comment. It would be wonderful and greatly appreciated. I hope you have a wonderful week. Remember, take a break. Enjoy your children. They grow up too fast. Happy parenting and I'll see you next week. Bye.